0: Welcome to the Encounter YA podcast, helping young adults follow Jesus. Here are your hosts, Garrett Kars and Annika
1: Carter. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the show. We are talking about the practice of Sabbath in today's episode. We hope that this turns your eyes towards God's eternal rest and how we can take part in it right now.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today as we reflect on the Sabbath. It's kind of an interesting conversation. And as I was thinking before we started getting into the conversation today, I was like, this is just, it's weird. This is such a weird conversation because I think that it's slowly becoming the cool conversation yeah, once it again. it is, it is, it is. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we've gotten so far away. Like we're so, as wasn't the cool conversation. And then all of a sudden, I'm pretty sure it's because it's like, uh, John Mark Comer yeah. wrote about it. Yeah. Like basically it's so cool now. Like, right. Uh, because someone from Portland wrote about it. Then so it's now we like, all need to yes, do it. Yes, exactly. It's like the
1: Starbucks of Christian world. For real. <laughs> Seriously.
0: Anyways, uh, you all know that I'm a huge John Mark Comer fan. So there's no shade being thrown at all. I'm glad we're having this conversation. I'm glad that more people are having this conversation. And I think we just kind of wanted to start off with just a little bit of a working um, definition of the Sabbath, or Shabbat is the, is the word um, that it actually is. It means to stop or to rest in the goodness and the gifts of God. It gives us a taste of eternal rest today, and um, that's kind of what we just want to talk about, is what does that actually mean, and what does it actually um, point to? And I think it's something that we all struggle with, Um, this is an ongoing conversation. I feel like every time I bring up Sabbath, it actually just brings so much shame. (laughs) Conviction. (laughs) Yeah. And also conviction as well. But every time I bring it up, um, it it seems like it's really just like, oh, I'm not good at that. Oh, I'm not good at that. And I think um, it's okay for us to make us feel that way. I think if it leads us back to the Sabbath, it if if it leads us back to rest. And I think it's actually that rest, we've been trained out of it. Mm-hmm. The world has taught us that it's not okay. We have to be going twenty four seven. And we're actually need to actually press pause and slow yeah. down and um and do that in a way that's honoring to God. And I think that for me at least, um I'm not great at it either. You know, a lot of times my Sabbath day is Thursdays and um it's just that day because it's after Wednesday. <laughs> I'm usually super tired from encounter. Um, and so a lot of times, especially once we're in, in the, you know, we're going every single week. Thursday is is the day that I really try to to practice the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Um, but it hasn't been growing great, mm-hmm. you know. And I think that a lot of times I'll have people who come up and ask, hey, can we meet up tomorrow after the message or... People who want to call, I'm like, hey, the only day I can meet is Thursday. And Mm -hmm. all of this stuff starts to happen, and I just start caving into the pressure. Yeah. You know, like, I don't want to be a bad pastor and tell this person I can't meet tomorrow because I'm just hanging out with Jesus. Right. You know, and I I don't think it has to be this like strict adherence, like, okay, that's fine. If this person really needs to meet, I'll just move my Sabbath to Friday or whatever other day of the week that it would work out. Right. And so I think it's something that. We we do consider, sometimes we think it's so like legalistic yeah. that we've turned it into a legalistic thing that we can't do anything. We just have to sit on our couch and we can't watch movies. We can't do this. We can't like do anything. We just got to sit and stare and look at <laughs> God's face, you know, and have you ever felt that way?
1: <laughs> yeah, it was just the stare at God's face that really got me.
0: Seriously though, <laughs> I, 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 I think growing up, that's legitimately what, like I thought Sabbath meant you go to church on Sunday, you eat a roast out of the crock pot, at least that's what we did, afterwards, and your dad falls asleep on the couch yeah. and we just chilled and did nothing. Like I thought that's and that's a great Sabbath. There's nothing wrong with that. But I think there is something more to it. And that's kind of the conversation that we really wanted yeah. to have today.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'd agree. Like for me, I'm I I want to be like this great person who covets my Sabbath and like, gosh, I just feel like it's a life that I want. <laughs> like I, right. I I read John Mark Comer and I'm like wow <laughs> I'm just like <laughs> what that saint. sounds delightful <laughs> yeah. like I want that and I uh, I suck at it yeah. yeah and I'm really good I like when when I was thinking about it I was like I'm really good at taking a day off but I'm not very good at taking a Sabbath yeah I'm really good at like I don't work on Saturdays like I sure. just I don't I have a routine you know but it's not like I actually take an intentional Sabbath, mm-hmm. where my day is supposed to be like yeah. an intentional day. Yeah. I usually just take a day off of work and I call that my Sabbath. And then next thing I know, I haven't really rested because, and I haven't taken the time to realign my like thoughts and, and my week with God. And it's really just, I'm <laughs> just not doing any actual work, but right. I'm still working right. around my house. I'm still sure. working in um, like or any like side thing that I'm working yeah. on or project or whatever and so because I just feel like I want to be productive and I I know that for a lot of people I actually shamefully I don't really want to talk about it so please don't talk to me about it but I saw a tiktok the other day <laughs> and my sister makes me pay her five dollars every time I say I saw a tiktok that's amazing. It's really embarrassing that I'm on TikTok. I'm not going to lie. I'm one of those people that was like, I'm not going to download TikTok. TikTok because I'm too old. Right. And then now I downloaded it. and Wow. I just watch videos of dogs all day. Wow. But anyways. Sell out. <laughs> I know. It's awful. <laughs> but anyways, so I saw this TikTok of this girl who was talking about how she... Um, She's like, can anyone else like not allow themselves to turn on the TV for more than like five minutes if they see like dishes or if their room is dirty or whatever? She's like, or if it's a nice day outside, do you feel bad because you're inside and you're not outside? And she's like, my whole life, I just realized it was always like, why aren't you taking advantage of, you know, the nice weather? Why aren't you going outside? Why aren't you, you know, going and cleaning your room when like you have all this time on your hands on a Saturday? And. I was just like, man, that's really applicable to Sabbath. Is like it feels like we aren't taking advantage of the time that we have, yeah, doing something that's only productive in this world and not eternity, right? And so it's like changing our mindset of Sabbath being productive for our eternal goals instead of our present, yeah, worldly goals, yeah. Which not that those are bad, right. but you have six other days Good. for it, right? And so my Sabbath is. Like changing that idea of my Sabbath is my productive day for my eternity. Right. Really helps me be like, okay, this is like, this has purpose. Right. And it helps me feel like I'm not being lazy or not, not, I'm not being wasteful of my day. Right. So that's kind of something that I'm, I'm working harder and harder to be like, okay, it's not, I'm not slacking all Saturday and like just been lazy. Right. It's literally fine.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, I think that's good. I think that is hard too, especially I think the, the way that I view my Sabbath is different now that we have Malachi. Yeah. Because it's not like I just sit and read all day and it's like this glorious thing. Like I have to take care right. of her, you know? Yeah. Like I have to feed her, I have to... And so it's not like... We can't do those things. It's right. not like we can't live life or, right. You or can't whatever, or, right? And that's what the Pharisees were right. always doing: is like you can't do these. Got all these little detailed rules, like you couldn't even like do all these little things that would they would constitute as work. And I think we can turn it into this legalistic thing, or we can actually delight in what God designed it to. And that's where Scripture comes into, I think, into effect, where we saw that God at the beginning of of time. God bless three things was um, animals, humans, and the seventh day, mm-hmm. right? The seventh day actually says that God created uh, rest, not for him, but for us. It yeah. was actually made, Sabbath was made for us, not for God. And so he actually instituted Sabbath and he set the example of what it could and should look like as yeah. well um, there in Genesis, Genesis and even in Exodus chapter 20, um, verses 8 through 11, it says that we're commanded to rest. Mm-hmm. And, and Sabbath really helps us connect our time with the rhythm of God and creation. And what I love about Exodus 20 is that we have to remember this would have been crazy to the Israelites. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this would have been mind-blowing because they were just being rescued from slavery. Not only did they have to work every single day, they had to work crazy hours hardly be yeah. fed, we're there not paid no anything. There was no rest. And for them to say, if for God to come in and say, Hey, you need to rest on the seventh day. Do not work. Mm-hmm. That would have been so counterintuitive mm-hmm. to the Israelites at that time. I can imagine like if I was them, I would have started crying and cheering at the yeah. same time. And we don't view Sabbath in that way anymore. And I yeah. think it's so uh radical to us because, because we have really built a world around that, that we're going 100%, 110% of the time. Yeah, We're constantly moving. And we have this fear of of missing out on different things and, and everything. And Sabbath really, it, it's just a good time for us to unplug from the world and really plug into our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And that's really what the Sabbath is designed. And that's the beauty that we see in scripture.
1: Yeah, for sure. So one of the like best ways that I've ever had Sabbath Illustrated to me was um, she was talking about how every Sunday, like her family um, has like a nice meal in the evening, and they do lay like light candles yeah. on the table, and and it's just them, just their family, and they spend time together on their Sabbath. And um, she was talking about how even in difficult seasons, she's like, it's my rededication and it's my postmark. And she, um, she talked about how it's a postmark that um, marks my life as in submission to a greater purpose and a greater rhythm.
0: Yeah.
1: And um I've always ever since I heard that comparison I just thought that was so like eloquently put of like this is like kind of our like own rebellion every single Sunday of of you know postmarking my life with um the mark of God instead of just the mark of the world and yeah. the mark of the rhythm that we experience day to day. And it points us Spiritually towards our eternal purpose and the life that we have um, and everything that God has given us already, remembering to look at and thank God for everything that we have instead of one that's kind of marked by our work week and our achievements and what we don't and what we're currently seeking after. Um, It's just a moment to stop and, and, you know, have a moment of remembrance. Right. So. um, Yeah, I think.
0: And I think it. It actually points back to our true identity. Yeah. That our identity isn't found in all the things that we do, but it is found in being a son and a daughter of Christ who. Of God, who is well pleased with us. Yeah, you know we don't actually have to achieve or accomplish anything in order to earn His love, Mm -hmm. or earn His pleasure. And so I think Sabbath can be one of those things where it also helps us postmark and and believe that our identity is found in those things that we can't
1: achieve. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's good. So I wanted to read this um, quote from speaking of John Mark Comer that we were talking about at the beginning. I wanted to read this quote from Ruth. here's, here's our shameless her. plug for yeah. john to be
0: on the podcast
1: <laughs> i think we needed like a tally we could just times. do
0: highlights of the podcast how many times we talk about honestly
1: him. <laughs> or um, garrett talks about him <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but like on a serious note honestly i would buy that book for the sabbath yeah. section yeah, like i re- sure. i reread it um when we were preparing and talking about um this this podcast and i was just like you know That is just like one of the best Sabbath sections I've ever read. Um, But this quote, he says that Sabbath is a time to put desire back in its proper place on God and to put all of uh, our other desires in their proper place below God. I just thought that was a great um, summary of that postmark and kind of something to accompany, you know, those um, fence posts. Um, Just being able to to really take a moment. And I feel like when I read, when I think about Sabbath, I'm always like, do I really need a day though every single week to do that? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, Anika, you like, you yeah. really do. <laughs> right?
0: There, it's kind of interesting because I feel like when I'm out of rhythm mm-hmm. or like out of like, okay, man, I am just so tired. I'm anxious. I'm yeah. worried about all these things. Yes. If I go back through my week and I could postmark The weeks that I'm more anxious, more worried, more unsatisfied with life, I can almost, almost guarantee you that I didn't have a Sabbath that week.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: So it's it's just interesting for us. I think if we were to actually go back through the weeks of our life and just look through them like, okay, yep, that was a bad week. That was a bad week. This is a good week. I almost guarantee, and it's not obviously perfect, but
1: right. But you know, being able to witness and like see that trend of even if it was a bad week in terms of sure. the things that happened, happened to you. Right. The, how did you handle them? Right. And, and the like, it, how was your perspective that week? Yeah. Like, yeah. what was your perspective about everything that was happening? Yeah. That's good. Was it eternal or was it current? Right. And a lot of times it's like, yeah, it was real current. Cause I wasn't, you know, postmarking yeah. and like really spending that time. It's very similar to your daily met, like time with God and right. quiet time. Yeah. It's like, as soon as that goes out the window, it's like all those other things start to really boil, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah that's good, so we kind of wanted just to um talk about what we do mm-hmm. um not that these are the only things you can do <laughs> because yeah. they're not, um but just talk about our own yep kind of experience with it, yeah and I think the the best advice um that I've ever received was from a friend, his name is John too he's really cool uh <laughs> but he he told me he's like, do what's best for you, yeah. And I think that's where um that's where that we have to um get to this place of like, okay, what's best for us? And I think a lot of times where we end up falling off off the path when it comes to Sabbath is that we actually uh do things that are let like less fulfilling or they actually wear us out. And then we're like, well, that didn't work. So then we just stop Sabbathing rather than changing the way we Sabbath. Right. And so I think there has to be those things where this is our encouragement just to go out and try. We've obviously been trying. and
1: Yeah, like that's something that I think you know yourself in a manner of like, maybe you're someone like me, I would probably need to add on more things to start and then just take them away. Yep. Versus some people may need, may like, naturally add a ton of things and then it's hard. They feel like they can't drop anything. Sure. So either maybe start with just a couple and then add if you feel like you need to or can, or if you know that you're more like me right. and you need to you know, try multiple things at once and then let it go and kind of sure. work your way backwards. Yeah, that's great.
0: Yeah, so for me, um, I think there's – I try really hard, obviously. I disobey not doing this every every week, uh, and and there's just times where it's like, it just stuff happens and so it's not it's not legalistic we're not right. we're calling you to that but for me the biggest the biggest thing is there is no work mm-hmm. like uh i do dishes i uh change diapers <laughs> i vacuum sometimes <laughs> so that's not what i'm talking about i think sometimes there there's like we can do that if we need to the necessity things right. um but for me it's it's uh i try not to touch my computer mm-hmm. that's a big one for me i try not to read emails uh, I try not to do any non-essential or non-emergency ministry phone calls. That's a hard one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm trying to put my phone in a place where it's not easily accessible or easily readable, or mm-hmm. I, I might take uh, a 30 minutes to get back to a text rather than like I'm pretty, usually I'm pretty quick with texting and so I'm just trying to say to myself, okay, it's okay. we don't have these are not emergencies. If they are, then fine, that's great. We need to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, uh, you probably all know this, but I love to read. Um, and so reading uh, a lot is one of the things that I love to do. I love fiction too as well. So a lot of times when it's my Sabbath, I actually put down books that are about Christianity. I know I'm pagan. <laughs> um or or nonprofit or leadership stuff. I try to put those things you know yeah. like to the side and yeah, say okay it's like that's work yeah yeah and then right. all of a sudden I start reading I'm like oh this is good I need to write this and down add that to my sermon and then, notes exactly I can build, like something around right it later. exactly yeah and so it's just really hard for me to get to that place if I'm reading reading books I love um you know old history books all that stuff so I try to read something the one big thing for me that I love the most is just being outdoors, Yeah. whether, um, whatever that concerns, like there's tons of things I love to do outside. Sometimes it's just walks. Other times I'll be, um, you know, hunting or fishing or whatever that looks like. That's really a big, big, big thing for me, connecting to nature, just being outside. Um, you know, if you're in, on the south side of Hayes, smelling the the feedlot that we we love to hate to smell. Beauty. Um, and then the other thing for me is I love watching movies, like just mm-hmm. like solid, good movies. If they're bad, it's like dang, my Sabbath really stunk. Um, <laughs> um, but I love movies, I love that type of stuff. And so that's something that invigorates me. Um, that's that is refreshing to me as well. And so that's something that you know, I have to do every once in a while um, and just don't feel guilty about it. So those are a few just of the things for me that, that have worked in the past.
1: Yeah. For me, um, so speaking of the John that Garrett was speaking about earlier, Yeah, he's the one who, um, he teaches um, us at, at Forge, which is uh, the ministry that we refer to frequently on our podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, but he talks about dogs, which are dates alone with God, And I remember (laughs) the first day that we did a dog (laughs) during the experience and I, I was really not looking forward to it. He like gave us the paper and I was like, this is going to be the boringest day of my entire life. Like this is going to suck. And then I love that day. I mean, it's some of the best, like it's one of the best memories I have with God Mm -hmm. ever. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that I practice a lot and um, just going out and spending time with him. Um, And that's basically the concept of Sabbath. Right. Um, And so what I do usually is journal when I do that. I, When I can, I love to do that outdoors. But obviously, like right now it's winter and it's cold, so I don't do that. And we live in Kansas. Yeah, and we live in Kansas where there's wind. But um, I love to sit and journal and – I usually use that kind of time to like dream with God because I, that's something that's hard for me to do. Yeah. And I'm not like Garrett wakes up and like, he's already got four dreams from God in his head. And he's (laughs) just like, this is the next 10 years (laughs) for me. I don't do that. (laughs) So like I, (laughs) I try and use my dogs like for time to journal and just to be like, God, this is like, what do you want for my next five years? Like, what Mm -hmm. do you want? You know, and not, you know, of course take that with a grain of salt. But, um, I sit and dream with God about things that, you know, those heart burdens that I have. I pray about um, things that are more big concept. I spend that time writing down my prayer that's, like, you know, big world prayers of, like, praying over our country and things like that. I do more of that on, like, a Sabbath than I do, like, in my everyday morning quiet time. Um, And then something else is I also like to read. Um, I do – I love a good game. I love playing games. My fiance and I play games all the time together. We play like Mario Kart and like nice. have a nice little healthy competition. Mm-hmm. And we love puzzles because we're eighty. Yeah. And lots of board games.
0: So Italy and I don't play games because we're both so so competitive. competitive. That's not restful. Yeah. 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 So not me. So I, try it out. I mean, it might be worth yeah, your time. Yeah, I'm super also.
1: like nonchalant, competitive. Yeah. Like I care for a hot second, and then I'm good. So yeah, it's perfect. Well, that's good. good for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that works out. Um, I also love to cook. Man, cooking yeah. is like restful to me, and so that's you know some people I know. If cooking is stressful for you, maybe like spend the day and be like, okay, today I will sure. not cook. We will only eat leftovers right. or whatever. Or but go for out me, to eat and get right. a good meal. Yeah, yeah. But for me, like I love, I love to cook, and so. That's one. And then naps because Boom. you know what? That's the bomb. Seriously. It's a good Saturday nap.
0: Yeah. It's like the best.
1: Yeah. And then one thing that is like more um, on the side of what I don't do is I delete my social media from Friday night to, you know, for 24 hours. So mm-hmm. Friday night to Saturday night.
0: Delete the apps off your phone.
1: Yeah. Wow. And so. Um, and then you just re-download them. Yeah. And then just yeah. redownload and log back in yeah. because I have no self-control. <laughs> I understand. So no, that's a good um, idea. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I do with, especially because a lot of what I do for encounter is social, social media. media. Right. Exactly. Like that is the most a lot of work. oh my gosh, it is the most yep. um I cannot get on and not just start scrolling. It is the most sure. habitual thing because right. it's both personal and work. Right. It is so hard for me right. to stop. Yeah. Um, and so I just delete it and get rid of it off that's my phone. Great. So those are the things that, you know, I don't really have many things that I don't do besides like I don't let myself deep clean all day because sure. that's not restful to me. Right. <laughs> I don't let myself do laundry because I hate laundry. Yeah, that'll <laughs> preach. So, yeah. Yeah, I think that'll be,
0: I think that's good too for people just to consider the things that they don't do. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just really, really important. Like I said, I don't, you know, no emails, that stuff. Yeah. Like really, I'm really trying to stay away from my computer and everything. I'm like that so i think it is interesting i think it's important for people to consider like okay, these are the things that i will not do during right. this day or you really pressing pause and and seeking out what what god wants as we um kind of wrap up this episode uh we'd love for you to continue the conversation with us if you have more questions about um what we do specifics even how to do a dog we could definitely sit down a date alone with god um, we'd definitely love to sit down or at least have a conversation online with you about what that looked like and could look like. Um, it can happen anywhere, but it's just some set so, it's like set aside time for you and Jesus just to be together. And it, they perfectly go hand in hand with Sabbaths. Yeah. Um, but as we wrap up, we just wanted to um, read Mark 2, uh, verse 27. It says this, Then Jesus said to them, The Sabbath was made to meet the needs of the people and not people to meet the requirements of the Sabbath. And So just remember, this conversation, Jesus actually talking to Pharisees, he's he's pushing back on their legalistic rules. Sabbath isn't supposed to be legalistic or or anything like that. It's actually supposed to be super life-giving. It, I love the postmark thing, because like, even it postmarks the, our week, mm-hmm. of, of like, this is the end of our week, or wherever that looks like. It doesn't necessarily have to be on the calendar like that. Mm-hmm. Um but just remember that it's it actually is something that we need. Yeah. Um not only for our physical body to to rest, but our our mental, emotional, and spiritual health. It's mm-hmm. super vital. And I think that we need this more than we think we do. Mm-hmm. Um but the answer isn't guilting you into this and um but the answer is just realizing that you have to start somewhere. Um you won't have you won't be perfect and um that you need to start sooner rather than later thank you so much for joining us today keep up with us on social media at encounter underscore c3 and join us again next week on the encounter ya podcast
2: intentionality and legacy is for anyone yeah um for wherever you're at i mean and i think the cool thing is is you know the younger you are the sooner you can start thinking about it and the sooner you can start working on being intentional um you know, it's, it's a little bit more daunting for people, maybe families, maybe, you know, single people or wherever when they're older, like in their forties and fifties, Right. you know, cause they're mm-hmm. like, wow, I don't have a whole lot of time left.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, how
2: is this going to work? Um, you know, which we work through, but the beauty of being intentional as a young adult and starting to like, ask yourself questions and started to ask other people questions. Um, is that you have so much time, so much more time to plan, to strategize, to think, to pray. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what I would say. I mean, it's like intentionality. I mean, you can start right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in being intentional. Right. And it's something that you know we really value and I really live by.